1: This podcast is a Royfield Brown production. Find others on
2: iTunes. All right. I yeah, no, no. Hello, it's Robert here. We're at the Marsh Harrier on Marsh Road in Oxford for the second ever Oxford Dumpty Dum meetup. Dumpty dumpty dumpty, dumpty 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 dum dumpty
1: dumpty dum dum Dumpty Dumpty dumpty, dum notch, dumpty, dum dum
2: dumpty, Dumpty dum dum Dumpty dum dum Dumpty 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 Dum, dumpty, dumpty Diddly Dum. And Moglin School Choir couldn't have done it better.
1: <laughs> Good morning. This is a public service announcement for Dumpty Dummers everywhere. It's Jan Mitchell calling in to encourage you to join the Dumpty Dum Patreon team. For a small donation of $2 a show, you will get access to extra content like Roy Field's fabulous interviews. Anya, who plays Alexi, of course, and Headley, who plays the mysteriously missing Kathy. Those interviews really enriched my enjoyment of The Archers. And I'm really looking forward to the next one with Becky Wright, who played Nick Grundy. Please consider supporting our wonderful Dumpty Dum creative team. You won't be disappointed. Oh, and by the way, no one asked me to do this. This is all on me. Bye, everybody.
3: This is Dumbby Dumb, the show about the reality drama that I at Ambridge in the heart of the Midlands. I'm the Brisbane in Texel, that is Roy Phil brown And with me, I have the woolly hooligan, toddler attacker, that is... Lucy Freeman. And the last part of Ed's violent flock, folks, is you. Now this week's dumby dum is um, it's an old one. It's um, our Robert and his meetup. his very successful meetup that he did in Oxford. Uh, there, there were loads of them, and long may continue that we have meetups in Oxford. But Lucy, if somebody wants to send this in a dumby dum, how exactly can they do
4: that? If you would like to sing us a Dumpty Dum, leave us a plot prediction or get a two-for-one on Bang Bang Chicken. Call us on 0203 (laughs) 031 3105. I don't know why that sounds rude. It doesn't. Or leave us a message on Speakpipe. Thank you to Cosmo for his podcast roundups and for doing the Dumpty Dogs, Shambridge for her voices, Mike Hatton for his character counts and to Derek Lone in the Back Bedroom, Derek is very excited at the moment as he's booked his EasyJet flight to Torremolinos and, having seen the news, is very much hoping he will be sucked through the aeroplane window.
3: <laughs> it's going to be some person that's going to be on the other side of that that aeroplane window to be sucking off our Derek. There's <laughs> some person indeed. Talking about incredible people, did you see Spider-Man in France? Was yes. amazing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What
4: incredible. kind of
3: real parkour craziness I know. Sure.
4: and just and he was so fast yes normally you'd kind of have a bit of a shit can I do that can I I really someone ought to do something oh god I'm gonna have to do something aren't I you know what I mean but just oh. that his decision to do it and then just do it was so quick amazing Im-
3: immigrants are so wonderful aren't they
4: yep Hey, on this
3: week's episode, we have calls from Bly Spirit, Laurie and Jacqueline Bordeaux. Oh, talking about France. Hello, Jacqueline. But first, (laughs) before Jacqueline, Bly Spirit and Laurie, it's Juicy Lucy Freeman and a week in Ambridge. And I remember I've got to go this. I gotta do this. I'll go like this. (laughs)
4: Lexi is on top of the sausages. Adam and Ian, I know you're disappointed, but I'm really not sure that's the way to go either. Shula once again forgot that she'd told Alistair their marriage was over. She wasn't interested in him anymore. She didn't care what he did. It was all one to her. And instead followed him around, going, Where are you going? Where though? Can I come? Does Lavinia's schnauzer need looking at again? Fallon has decided that the cafe is going to be a plastic free <clears> zone which means she's lost Lillian, as the customer for a start. The bottles will be glass, the tablecloth will be linen, and the scones will be awful. Poppy wants to call Ed's prize ram, Pepper Pig. I love the fact that Ed's biggest concern about this was the fact that the sheep was a boy, not that it was not a pig. (laughs) It's a ram lamb. As it's a ram lamb, they should definitely call it Ding Dong. Lindy Bottom is not feeling herself. She was missing having a dog, although she'd got fed up with most of them. Lady was a tramp. That one with the asthma was weird. So off they went to the dog pound and bought some terrifying frothing Doberman on the grounds that Lindy Bottom thought that he was a reincarnation of Scruff. In fact, she seemed to have fallen so heavily in love with the damn thing that if I was Robert, I'd be slightly anxious. Jenny Darling popped off to Febreze to get a quick blow before her dinner with Brian. Mm Mm-hmm. But Alice turned up whinging because she'd had to do some work. Jenny Darling immediately reported Price Bauman to the Modern Slavery Commission. My daughter, although in an advanced state of intoxication most of the time, is having to work in an office and type things. It's disgusting. I brought her up to on Cushions hiccuping while putting her foot in it. Brian aye, aye. then had a bright idea and offered Alice a job. A slightly unwise move for a man who's lost control of things to the extent that he's barely got his own bowel movements nailed down. <laughs> Talking of <laughs> bravery... <laughs> Jenny Darling and Brian went to La Femme du Monde and Jenny Darling picked crab pakoras and bang-bang chicken, presumably to ensure that Brian (laughs) left her alone that night as once she let him back into the marital bed, he'd nearly knocked her bedside lamp over twice. (laughs) And once again... A party is absolutely what we need, said Jennifer. Will they never learn? The only thing they could do, which would be marginally worse, is all go on a caravan holiday together. And as the caravans are currently full of young Polish men trying to work out whose go it is to go and see Adam in his office while he takes down (laughs) their credentials, that is unlikely. So as a result, Jenny Darling is muscling in on Ruth's birthday party. Now... Ruth was hoping for party rings, microwaved hot dogs and a grab bag of quavers. What she's getting is a whole dressed salmon and Jenny Darling screaming about people getting wasabi cracker crumbs on her aubusson. Jenny <laughs> Darling got her laptop out and started filling out the party spreadsheet. Clustered balloons, she asked. Well, yes, said David. I think it's from sitting on the Arga, but the anusole's doing wonders.
3: <laughs> is anyone
4: gluten intolerant, she asked keenly. Well, my mother's just intolerant generally, really, said David vaguely. Allergies? Don't tell me! Someone is going to be diagnosed with a latent peanut allergy or be carted off frothing with a satay stick poking out of their mouth while the Radio 4 continuity person tells us about the BBC's new allergy campaign. Will was taking the children to the cinema to see Schindler's List for half term, and then decided to appeal for custody of all the children—everybody's, his, Andrew's, Jack and Henry, Pip's baby, Princess Charlotte, and the Button Girls. Auntie Cardboard popped up and begged to be allowed to do the flowers on the tables for the Falasment wedding, which she described as very exciting. But then, if you're living with Auntie Piggy, the new Lakeland catalogue arriving and make you wet your pants. More foreplay going on at Woodbine Cottage, or shelving, as people outside Ambridge refer to it. This time it was harassment. He already has somewhere to put his dicky, so he decided he needed somewhere to rest his knick-knacks instead. Shula is not very well. (laughs) Do you (laughs) want to see the doctor, said Alistair? God, yes, said Shula. Please, ideally, in the nip, waving a bar of dairy milk and the environmental agency turned up at home farm and scared the pants off Brian to such an extent that he personally added to the runoff in the groundwater basically the environment agency now lives at home farm and they're never ever leaving the whole place is built on a wobbling spongy quagmire of poison like a toxic trifle the only service Kate will be able to provide is a chemical peel Jenny Darling will have to go and work in the chicken factory and Brian will be reduced to hawking his somewhat flabby ass around Hollerton Junction. (laughs) Ha! The fall of the House of Aldridge couldn't have happened to a nicer family. The end.
3: Oh. uh, uh, It's not stopping though, is it? The fall? The the descent. shall we? Yes, I know. Mm -hmm.
4: Every time we think it's... left, But the thing is, it's Jenny Darling's fault because every time she says, we are unbeatable, we are a great team, they will never keep us down... Um, the altages are back. Something terrible happens within about the next 10 minutes. It happens every single time. If Jenny Darling could just learn to shut up, it wouldn't happen. I am Mm. aware that she's right. She's reading words that someone else, you know what I mean. (laughs) You made me think
3: halfway through your monologue. Mm. Um, There was a gentleman whose name escapes me, a Polish gentleman who in 1942 um, led 100... and forty. Oh, Nicholas Thingy. Oh, what a hero.
4: Did you see him on That's Life? I know I'm going back a bit. But No,
3: how could he have been on that Life? Oh you okay oh, because he died in the Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah he on. was on
4: That's Life in the nineteen seventies and he was sitting mm. in the audience and they suddenly turned the camera on him and all the people around him stood up and she said, Do you know why they're standing up? And he said no and she said, They're all the children that you saved.
3: Oh no, 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 no. this is another gentleman. Oh. Another gentleman. Right. And I was furiously uh, trying to Google and uh, when you said what what you said about the whole Shinless listing, which prompts two stories, and I'll very quickly just uh, spurt them. Um so he was it's, a Polish.
4: Uh, Royfield, that's unpleasant.
3: Spurt and spout. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> um so he was he was Polish. And he was looking, he had this uh, orphanage uh, for yo- for young Jewish children. And then the, the Germans decided to invade. And then they throw them in the Warsaw Ghetto. And he and the Germans kept on saying, well, you're, you're not Jewish. So why are you doing this? And he says, no, because, you know, they're innocent, and I've got to, got to look after them. So for the three years, of, you know, terrible circumstances, he still kept his orphanage going for these young Jewish children. And then in 1942, when uh, the SS rolled in and go, right, you're, you're off to the camps. And the SS captain says said to him one more time, look, you don't – look, you step over there, right, mm-hmm. because we're going to a place of no return. And he said, no, because these children cannot be scared, and I will oh. go with them. So, yes. And he went off with his 192 orphans to, to to the gas chambers because he didn't want them to be scared and to be afraid and on their own. And there are the kind of statues to, to this person, just like, great – you know, heroism. And then just very quickly on the old Schindler's List thing. There's an amazing, um, this American life podcast about two months ago on um, a bunch of black um, Oakland students going to see Schindler's List and the fallout when, when Schindler's List was, was in the cinema. So we're talking about mid nineties, mid to early nineties and the fallout and of them going to see it and them um, being incredulous that this that such a thing could happen and what it said about the educational system because they weren't aware of the holocaust um and they really? were very blo- well yes aware. yes yes it's it's, it's wow. amazing it's amazing and how they were frog marched out of the cinema and and the fallout and it made local news in Oakland. uh a couple of months ago this american life fascinating um episode about um ignorance, lack of educational system, a teacher wanting to educate the children, culture clash because I went to this very liberal, artsy cinema. And, yeah, absolutely fascinating and um, a a real kind of point of local Oakland history all around Cinder's List. Anyway, on that note, Lucy, because we haven't got much time this week, have we? Because I've just Uh, spurted and spouted. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we uh, listen to some caller in? Yes,
1: Hello, Umbridge 3962.
3: Uh, what do you want? bit of France, bit of Laurie, or bit of Bligh Let's
1: start with Laurie, as he's a first-timer. Oh,
3: uh, yeah, yeah, right. That makes a lot of sense.
1: Hello, Dumpty Dum. This is Laurie calling from uh, That There London. A long-time listener, first-time caller in a row. Uh, and the reason I'm calling in is I think I may have a... Pop prediction that's worth sharing for the first time ever. <laughs> uh, my housekeeping, uh, I am on the social media, uh, but I never post anything, so I don't think there's much point in <laughs> me offering you my handle, as it were. Um, and I think that I am a harassment burns, uh, but my prediction. So we know that there's going to be an inheritance uh, storyline, um, but... Uh, And we also know that Auntie Chris is going a bit doolally, which is obviously going to have a massive impact on Peggy with all that she went through with Jack, as as I'm sure other people will have noticed. But if we recall, when Auntie Chris uh, was conned out of all her money, uh, Peggy went to the accountant. So I suspect that Peggy will uh, kick the bucket. She will have changed her will to leave most, if not all, of her money to Auntie Chris. And Auntie Chris will be... Uh, completely gone by then should be cuckoo and uh the vultures will start to circle and we will see a massive drama uh keep up the good work for the show thanks a lot
4: (gasps) that you know every time anyone says auntie chris i always think of antichrist but anyway (laughs) she's the most unantichrist she's the most unantichristy type person anyway but Mm. that's really good Mm, I yes. think he's right- i think he might well be right about um piggy leaving loads of money to Auntie Chris, and then someone's <laughs> got to get power of attorney over Auntie Chris haven't they
3: The only flaw in this story for me is the fact that we know that old actors who've been in it forever they don't they don't write them out willy nilly
4: for, no, for, for the
3: yeah, and they wait for them to well unless she's
4: decided she's had life. enough.
3: No, she's not going. In. At her time in life, you wouldn't, would you? When she decides she's had enough, that she's in a coffin. It's as simple <laughs> as that. <laughs> you know, that's the truth of the matter. But that's not to say that they're not necessarily setting this up for when she does pass.
0: Mm.
3: You know, because she can't last forever, can she? No. Yanis mm. Kozak was the name of the uh, the selfless hero who ah. went to the Treblinka camp in 1942. Wow. Anyway,
4: um, anyway, thank you very much for ringing in, Laurie. It is very nice to hear new persons. Yes, I mean, yes, it's nice yes, to hear the old and, persons. Too.
3: And he, and he did go through the gears eventually, didn't he? Yeah. He did. He even said, "I'm I'm a Harris McBurns. Yeah. Yeah. So well done to you, sir. Yeah. Now, uh, time is a pressing. Uh, let's go to France, Jacqueline Berto.
4: Hi, it's Jacqueline Berto from Saint Guen in France. Um, I'm ringing in with a prediction. I don't do predictions very often. uh, Everybody else out there is much more uh, in tune than I am. But I think we're seeing the house of Aldridge fall and um, we've seen it for the last few weeks. But my prediction is that um, the strain will all be too much for Brian. And he'll have a stroke or a heart attack and probably die. It's all very gloomy. But then there'll be the big reveal about his will and that's when the chaos will really turn into top chaos. Uh, mm. Shura, of course, will have to get out too. But I haven't worked that one out yet. <laughs> I don't think I will work <laughs> anything out, really. But uh, thanks for doing the show. Bye.
3: Bye. Mm. It's nice to hear from you, Jacqueline. We haven't heard from Jacqueline in a little while, no, have but we? but
4: that's another good one, isn't it? It is. Well, we know someone's going to die, don't we? I mean, this has been a kind of a relentless... Um, so far, two out of two callers have, have are predicting a death. And it's either Peggy or Brian.
2: Mm.
4: But the Telegraph the Daily Telegraph said, or the Telegraph, mm. whatever the hell they're called now, said um last year that the big thick storyline was going to be revolving yeah. around Brian in mm. Brian. And it was to do with the home farm inheritance. Mm. So Peggy wouldn't affect that, would she?
3: And the other reason to give Um, Laurie's prediction, some kind of validity is you, it would make complete sense for Peggy not Mm. to give much money out, uh, to her descendants because she's already given that a shed load. Yeah. Hasn't she? Yeah. And she's even made a point of saying to, like, she, Helen's got the cottage. She said to Tony, I'm not giving you, um, stuff because of x and y and z so it would make complete sense for her to go well it's all going to a cat's home or yeah. to auntie christine and or she keeps to...
4: talking about how anxious she is about christine and she yeah. says she knows i'll look after her so we don't know whether that means look after her monetarily or look after her um you know sexually? in terms of what
3: no sorry
4: sexually
3: Sorry, I don't know why that thought ran ran into my mind. Neither I, I will do e- I. I will, I will edit that out of the final podcast. Don't worry,
4: Rodfield. Right <laughs> what is going on in that little head?
3: No, I don't know. God. I don't know where that thought came from. I'm sorry.
4: Are you a bit tired? Or something? Yes. <laughs> um. Uh, yes, or what, so whether she's talking about looking after her financially or whether she's talking about looking after her in terms of her old age or impending senility or what. Um, mm. But, yes, yeah, she did say, I will look after her. So mm-hmm. there we are. Right. Uh... Let's see if we can go for the hat trick on plot predictions. And oh, we need to talk about Rob coming back as well.
3: Mm. Mm.
0: Hello, Dumpty Dum, spirit calling. Well, I've just listened to Friday's episode and I have to confess to a moment of panic when Alistair and Shula were getting on <laughs> alarmingly well. And I was thinking, please, for the love of God, let them not get back together. Then when Alistair said, Shula, everything's changed. Phew, what a sigh of relief. I mean, let's face it, we've all been through breakups where we'd be perfectly happy to see our exes having their asses licked in perpetuity by the flames of hell. Um, And Alistair is being remarkably mature about all of this because he could quite easily tell her to take a running jump. But anyway, the scene was actually quite touching, wasn't it? I mean, I think this is this is a really nicely rounded picture of of a breakup, all the horrible bits and, you know, the nice bits and uh, and especially the bit where you remember the good part as well of the relationship when you get to that stage. So, yeah, actually quite touching. As for the Aldridges, it would appear that the scriptwriters have decided to really ram them into the ground, isn't it? Well, quite literally, the groundwater, which apparently is now contaminated, looks like it's going to be a long, drawn-out disaster. And Christine, something, something's obviously going on there. Um, I really hope it won't be a, a reboot of the Alzheimer's Jack mm. slow decline storyline. I think we could put, you know, we could really do without that. Um, but anyway, it'll be interesting to see what she is suffering from, because this is obviously something that's going to emerge at some point. Anyway, I hope everyone is well out there in Dumpty Dum land. And hopefully I will speak to you again soon. Cheers now. Bye. Hmm.
3: The problem is with saying that we don't want a repeat of the Alzheimer's storyline is that, dare I say it, that storyline repeats in real life. Mm-hmm. But it does feel like it's just, you know, too soon. No, that was like eight years ago now.
4: It was was some time ago. I I, I agree um, with what Laurie said. I hadn't thought of that, that, you know, poor Peggy's already been through having to look after somebody with significant senility. Um, Mm. And, you know, it would be really cruel for her to have to go through all that again with Auntie Christine.
3: There is a perfect line between uh, Jack and Christine and the effect it's going to have on Peggy mm. and older carers. And, yeah, yeah. no, it, it, no it, it's uh, it's well observed. And I, and I think it could well be right. It could well be
4: right. Because well, um, Peter's her adopted son, isn't it? I wonder if he'll come <laughs> back. He'll probably pitch up when she's loaded and he's got to get power of attorney. That tends to, mm. in Ambridge anyway, that tends to... Um, Bring the relations flooding back from wherever they've been hiding, doesn't it? Since you've been listening, he's never come back, has he? I don't think so. She talks about him. She's had a letter from him. She's had a card from him. She's da 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 da. And I think she goes to stay with him every so often. But I don't think I've ever heard him. No. Mm.
3: Yeah. So we are queued up for um, yeah. another Archer just to to appear. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 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 Well, all right. Cool.
4: Um except he's not, he's a barber, isn't
3: he? Yeah, but he's half archer. When, when I you know, like Aldridges are half archers, aren't yes, they? Yes,
4: that's true. It's half the reason why they
3: have such, yeah. It's the reason why they have such <laughs> prominence in, in the whole thing. Um So we haven't done Lily and Freddie, have we, this week? And Ross.
4: That's really getting on my nerves. Really? I d I it, I don't know, I'm just disappointed in Lily. But I'm disappointed her. I'm disappointed in her in the same way that you are when you look back at your teenage self and think, "Oh God, you were such a dick. What were you doing?" Do you know what I mean? But um, you can
3: imagine. But you look at it from her point of view. He's taking it to Greece.
4: I know. You know how
3: exciting, how romantic. He's declaring yeah. her commitment to her. No, darling. Pulia's in Italy. What?
4: He's taking it to Puglia.
3: Ah, oh, right. She my notes. No, 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 no. And listen, yeah, my notes from, from from the Lowfield website said Russ is taking her to Greece. A oh, maybe he is now. Dead.
4: Who knows? He doesn't tell me anything.
3: <laughs> well, uh, my research could well be wonky, but if it is wonky, it's Lowfield uh, that you need to uh, uh, rail at there, Lucy, not me, because I'm, okay. ju- I'm, I'm yeah. just cutting and pasting from there. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Apulia. I've been all over Italy, but never gone that far mm. south. Mm. Many a girlfriend has complained. Anyway, <laughs> really uh, shall we have an ad break? Come back the other side. I yeah. touch to the socials, and then you can do tweets
1: of the week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
0: That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
2: Hello, dumpty dumm, it's Yoko Bear here calling with the social media roundup for the week. I'm going to start with the forum, actually, and it's a call out for people to post um, for a particular post. Uh, Trevor Ellis has posted over and asked the questions, how's... David and Ruth, how they do? How's Pip doing? Um, so, somebody head over there um, and let Trevor know um, what they're up to. Of course, we've got the uh, Ruth's fiftieth coming up. Jenny organising it. It's going to be hilarious, isn't it? You can just see it going wrong already. Um, so yeah, quite looking forward to that. But over on the Facebook page, we kind of started the week talking about Susan, because um, it felt last week felt like a bit of a peak Susan week, didn't it? So we were talking about her as the um, village communications hub, shall we say. Um Denise Tomlinson said, The worse Susan is, the more I love her. Um, and yeah, that's what I kind of like about her. I love it when she goes into full judgmental gossip uh, mode. Al Williams says that Susan has many good points. Hard-working, a great cook, and she loves her family. Um, and he likes her far more than that lazy, entitled Helen or that sanctimonious Pip, Jill or um, or Pat. Um, yeah, I think I think I agree with that as well. I think we all love a bit susan she drives you mad sometimes but there is something about her isn't she i think and her heart's in the right place i think the whole thing with the uh the rotor for will was just such a kind of lovely act um so yeah so i think we all agreed she's annoying sometimes but she's got a good heart now let's talk the big issues plastic I don't know about you, but I got a subliminal message from the Archers this week that plastic might be bad or something. Um, yeah, it was laying it on a bit, really, wasn't it? So we asked the question, is Fallon going to be unbearable? But this actually led to a really good kind of um, load of replies um, about the kind of, you know, these issues that come into uh, the Archers. Um, Meg... Edge Goose Cudley says, uh, "They never just deal with an issue in a sensible, realistic way. They always kind of pick one person who's suddenly insufferable, single-track, uh, single-track-minded, and antisocial." Um, Stephen Thomas says, "I admit the chances of finding a turtle in Ambridge with a straw up its nose are slim. I don't know though. I mean, you never know <laughs> what Brian's dumped somewhere, do you?" Um, he also went on to say, "Camp Fallon just invested in environmentally friendly ISA and then." Shut up about her recent obsessions," um, Karen Cunningham says. <laughs> "Fallon is the new Krusty. disgust," um, and also, yeah, we got a bit of uh, Kirsty this week as well, which was, um, which was, um, yeah, interesting that one, wasn't it? Um, but this also left led to kind of a wider discussion because Rob Killick posted saying, "How do f- listeners feel about squeezing in of things like sports relief and the big BBC weekend?" Um, that led to quite a lot of discussion. Charlotte Foster said, <laughs> I'm too busy getting in my 10k steps into to notice. Um, uh, ben Thompson said, a brief comment like, um, the big weekend is fine, but a painful storyline sours the whole show. And personally, I felt that that was a bit what happened with Fallon this week. It, she could not stop talking about it and she's got a wedding, wedding coming up and she's talking more about the plastic um i don't know so um I've, other people said that uh, they were kind of annoyed by it um but dave campbell um i think summed up some people with one word which said resigned you know just resigned so that this is happening um, also as well, another person posted, uh, Quentin Bennett posted a post about one for the weekend, who has the best dress sense in Hambridge? Um, well, people that came out was, uh, Paul Schluss said, um, Alice, when she isn't too plastered, uh, Tony Shepherd thinks Jolene probably always looks nice, um, but I'm going with Quentin's um, himself. I'm I'm with Quentin on this one. Um, he says I reckon Jim is always looking dapper, even in his PJs and silk dressing gown. Yeah, I think Jim is kind of the sartorial model that I think I I'd like to aim for myself. Um, so, but also as well, one of the big big issues that we talked about this week um, was. Um, whether Rob is going to come back. Um, I posted kind of the link to the newspaper article about whether Rob is going to come back. And that led to probably the most amount of posts that we've had in um, a week or even in a while. Um, I think it's kind of important um, to... Yeah, I think it's it was interesting because... I think, on the one hand, it may not happen. I think, from what I can gather, somebody said this at the Hay Festival, and so then it made, oh, look, Rob's coming back and what have you, but it might not happen. There was some interesting comments about this. Scarlet Pimpernel said, please let this be fake news. Um, but a lot of people were saying, look, it is kind of realistic that this isn't kind of over, that people like this do come back, and he wasn't put in prison and stuff like that. Um, so, um, as Paul, uh, Pauline, uh, Hackney, uh, sorry, Hackney says, um, it is unrealistic that Rob should ever be heard of again. Um... She actually said, "I would be glad um to hear he's back, but maybe in small doses, I think also as well, Jennifer Reba said, Of course he is uh, predators don 't just disappear. The sense of power that comes with intimidating their victims is too strong a drug um yeah, but I think a lot of people were kind of i think where this 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 um this discussion came out was that I think there's some people who really really don 't want him to come back." I don't think, I think there was a few people who said, yeah, you know, that's okay. If he comes back, he comes back. Um, but I think most people were kind of resigned that if he does come back, it will be for a reason. Um, maybe to finally, finally wrap up all the loose ends. I don't know about you. But I'm holding out for, um, you know, maybe Rob being found in a culvert. Um, that, I think that would wrap things up nicely, wouldn't it? So, so anyway, that's the social media roundup for this week. Um, so you have Millie Bell next week. who will be looking after the Facebook page and social medias this week. So that's me done. Okay, bye. Cheerio. Thank you for that, Yoko Bear.
4: Um... <laughs> okay, just a quick thing on the Rob thing.
1: Everybody Mm. went
4: hysterical and said, and Kerry did a calm down everybody um, message this morning. I'm not sure if. um, Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, Let me see if I can find it. He said, we have not said it is going to happen this week, ever, or, um, you know, not this week, not this, it may not even be this year. It may not actually happen at all. We were just saying that uh, it could happen. Uh, and that we didn't kill him. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a, what's his Twitter thingy?
3: Whose?
4: Kerry. Oh, Kerry Davis. There we go. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um,
3: well, they what would... is,
4: he said, what is true is that abusers often return. And as far as we know, Rob is not dead. That does not mean he's coming back to the archers next week or next month. Calm down, everyone! <laughs> oh, Kerry, we like getting overexcited. You know that.
3: Mm. Well, put it, putting putting uh, the the behavioural patterns of abusers completely to one side, just writing a drama and having such a character, and you've deliberately not killed him off. Yeah, right. He's going to return. It's just a matter of time. Of it course, could be yeah. five minutes five months, yeah. five years, but he will yeah. return.
4: Yeah. And when he does it, it's, it's just going to, it'll strike fear in everybody. Even people, even if he comes back, went to a whole new band of listeners who didn't know him from before in exactly mm. the same way that people automatically hate Hazel Woolley without, <laughs> without her having to open her mouth. It's just the kind of the, Ooh, it's yeah. like, you know, the, 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 the rumble <laughs> of thunder and the crack of lightning. And that's enough to do it really.
3: They should come back together.
4: <laughs> do you imagine? Married. Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> absolutely now uh, can we have some tweets of the last seven days yeah. please
4: thank you uh kate jones said angry adam is my least favorite person in the archers closely followed by whispery angry adam
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: jam spangle said holy shit a talk about kefir given by tom i hope they've got adequate crowd control for that <laughs> and beige cardigan replied with there's a big screen outside for the overspill Uh, That's at Open Farm Sunday. Ambridge Observer said, goodness me, did Jenny spend the night with Brian or plugged into the mains? Yes, she did sound somewhat overexcited, didn't she? Um, And Hugsy agreed and said, Jenny Darling in a post-coital glow. What a time to be alive. And Tweet of the Week (laughs) is from Alton Gardner. This is a good one. Old Brian Aldridge had a farm (laughs) (laughs) E-A-E-A-O. That is
3: brilliant. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Now, j- just just to end up on selfish, selflessness and, and heroism, mm-hmm. right? So, Mister um, Mr, Mister um he was offered the chance to escape by the SS officer because the SS officer recognised him and knew him to be a, one of his favourite authors from when he was a child. Mm-hmm. So he was he was an author. Um, this guy. And that's the reason why he says, look, you don't have to go with these children. He just loved kids. What a hero. Anyway, uh, Lucy, um, you need to apologise to people. Uh, it's the reason why this has been so truncated. It's all your fault, as always.
4: I have to take my son climbing. And Roy felt has also booked something in because he forgot that we had to record early. So we've hurtled through this. Uh, why like- am I getting in the neck? Because you're going quickly too. <laughs> we've hurtled through this like Alice Aldridge going through a mini bar. So hey. I apologise.
3: <laughs> um, one thing I do need to say to you, listeners, is considering we've had so many new ones recently, could you write us a little review on iTunes or a podcast of oh, yes. your choice? Because we haven't said this for absolutely for months. And you know what's happened, Lucy?
4: Everyone hates us now.
3: No, not at all. Not at all. But we fell out of those top charts. We've no. of. like we got as when, high. When we were in the
4: top, weren't we? Once? Exactly.
3: We were like we were definitely in the top 10 uh for for TV, well, TV podcast like not really a TV podcast, but there isn't a section for radio, that's the thing so i had to put us in TV, but we definitely were in the top 10. Now nowhere to be seen. Oh. And and the, and the downloads are up loose. Downloads are up. The uploads are down. Fantastic. Yeah. But what we need, folks, to cement our place is a few reviews. So if you haven't written us a review, or even if you have written us a review, and you feel like, you know, it's a pinging, I know. But if you have written us a review, you know what, go go and do another one. And if you haven't, (laughs) why haven't you? So go and do that on a podcatcher of your choice. Ideally, Apple or, like, uh, Google Play or just whatever. One of the big ones. And that'll be awesome. And we'll hurtle back up those charts. Like one of Joe's ferrets up a drain pipe, I suppose. Yes. Now, um, dumdum.com, go there. It's got awesome stuff. It's got tractor. And there was a story which I wanted to relate about the Archer's social single, single social, sorry. Uh, but I've forgotten it and my mind's in a blur. So go to dumdum.com and just do stuff on there. And, um, and it's awesome. Um, Lucy, uh, Patreon.
4: Yes. Oh, yes. Um, we. I haven't written this bit, uh, but I'd very much appreciate it if you could. If you like my monologues and you like Dumpty Dum, then you can um, buy me and Royf a cup of coffee by donating <laughs> to us at Patreon at Patreon.com.
3: Awesome. Uh, remember, folks, to get in contact with us, you can send us a, a voice message via Speak by on our website, or call us on zero two zero three zero three one three one zero five to leave us a message from a telephone, as Laurie did. Laurie called us on uh, on uh, on that number. That's the reason. that' yeah. uh, the reason, how, and how we got through. Um, also, I need to thank Andrew Horn for buying me a very nice luncheon on Friday. Oh, I was in the smoke, Lucy. I drove really? from provincial Birmingham all the way down to London, and it was all sophisticated, and it was busy I didn't know what was going on um it was <laughs> it was yeah it was it was awesome, and I met Andrew and oh, so there's this moment, and I don't think uh, Andrew will will not mind me saying this now mm-hmm. so at the end of our pizza, um, well, actually I had lasagna, Andrew had pizza all right, so he wh- whips out his car and says, right Phil, this is on me, on me, son, don't worry about it. Expenses, don't you know? And um, and then the machine goes, nah, I'm not, I'm not accepting that card. Oh,
4: is it Visa um, one? Is it? Yeah, is it
3: exactly. And, he, oh. and then he went, no, 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 I'll use my Apple Watch. So he tapped his watch, and he had a little bit of a twinkle in his eyes and a look at me. You know, down, down with technology. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I start fumbling for my wallet now, going, bloody hell, you invite me out for lunch. <laughs> I've driven a hundred miles or whatever. I'm going to have to, you know, sing for me supper, so to speak. And he goes, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Here's another card. Like so anyway, he did have the redies and he whacked out the redies. And he said, I don't know what's going on there, Roy. And blah blah blah. You know. But yes, it was the great Visa card crash, which uh, you know intruded on the, on the end of a rather sunny, lovely meal with uh, with our Andrew Horn. But anyway, we talked about life, love, and the universe. And um, he, um, he talked about his place in Crete and his mum and his dad and his wife and his son. And yeah, and being a chorister, we had a lovely time. Now, uh, that's just time for me to say on the Twitter, so you can find me where I'm Royfield Lucy. And <laughs> on the Twitter, so you can find me and Lucy where we're at, dum dum Lucy is at?
4: At Lucy V. Freeman.
3: And I can be found at Royfield. And of course, there is Facebook. Sorry, this has been so short, folks. Uh, but yeah, needs must and all of that. And we've got stuff to do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got your Archer's action this week and a little bit of analysis and caller in a What more do you want? Exactly. Yeah, there you go. See you next week. And I promise I won't speak so fast, make so many fluffs, and uh, we'll be a little bit more in depth. Doodaloo, goodbye. <laughs>
1: Bye. There you go. Quick,
4: right. run, run by like the window.